what's going on everybody happy monday and uh today uh i have my first public speaking engagement uh it's maybe not the very first but like first official one um pretty exciting and fun experience i uh drove all the way out to menifee county here about an hour away and uh, spoke at the uh, Menifee Public High School. Um, and like uh, spoke to the uh, um, like the uh, behavioral class um, for like you know the kids that are kind of struggling and stuff. And uh, what's up, Stanley? Um, was a really amazing experience. Spoke for about forty-five minutes. Um, interesting, you know, just experience in general. Going into school like that, having the administrators see me and be like, "What's this guy all about?" Um, and, um, I feel like it really made an impact in the kids' lives, man. Um, it, it was a really powerful experience for me, um, you know, talking to these, uh, seven young men and, uh, the experience of getting some of them to come out of their shell a little bit, you know, cause one of the big things, if you ever watch any of my videos that I'm really about is that like, I want to have an impact in people's lives. It's unforgettable. And I want to be able to leave the world a better place than what I found it in. Um, and, uh, so, you know, one of the things I did is I, you know, I went in there and I, I just started trying to relate to the kids right off the bat. You know, we're talking like 14, 15, 16 and 17 year old kids. And, uh, you know, most people, when they try to relate to kids, they're trying to relate, you know, what's cool and what's this and what's that and the other. But, you know, I think the, that more than anything, man, kids want to be seen as human beings. Um, they want to be seen as people that have a varied life experience too, because I remember being young and telling people like, don't marginalize me for my lack of experience and this, that, and the other. And the thing is, is that adults, I mean, they, having the more experience is real guys. Your, your, your choices just get better with more experience. It just is what it is. But they want to be seen as people and talk to like people, not like young kids that, that, you know, just need to be put in line or whatever, you know? And, um, and so I started out and I was just like, Hey man, you know, who here has, you know, family that struggles with addiction. And, you know, and I asked a, a bunch of questions throughout my speaking experience, you know, Frankie, he's actually here in the comments right now or in the, uh, uh watchers. I, I just want to say thank you, man, for the invite. Um, and, uh, you know, I asked them, was like, who here maybe has, uh, you know, family members that have died from addiction or who here has parents that are absentee or don't even know their parents, you know, um, cause I want to tell all you guys, me too, you know, who here might have experienced physical or emotional, even sexual abuse, you know, me too. And, um, it reminded me of an experience I had one time when I was, when I confessed to one of my friends that, you know, I had been, um, abused as a child, you know, um, especially like with sexual abuse, man. Cause it's such a weird thing for dudes to be able to admit. It's like something that like women tend to have a more, like people have a more receptive experience, um, when women talk about stuff like that than with men. And there's this weird stigma about it that somehow makes us like less of a man for that having happened or whatnot. But you know, and I told him, I was like, the thing is, guys, is like, I told somebody that one time and they looked at me dead in the face and they said, me too, bro. And it was in that moment that I realized more powerfully than maybe any other time in my life that like, I only had to be alone if I chose to be alone. 
And, you know, I, I spent 45 minutes trying to breathe life into these boys as much as I could and, and relate to them and, and explain, you know, like the pain is not a, a, a non-negotiable part of life. You're going to go through pain. But the question is, are you going to pour a bathtub full of it and sit in that stuff for the rest of your life? Or are you going to make that into something when somebody comes around later? They're like, I can't imagine somebody surviving all the things you have. I can't imagine somebody doing the amount of stuff that you do. And then you get to look at them and say, well, not everybody's built like me. You know, I dressed real, I dressed up real nice, you know, and it was funny too, because one of the kids are like, hey, are there them J4s right there? You wearing them Jordan 4s? I was like, good eyes. Yeah, yeah, I am. You know, but it was kind of interesting because Lacey came with me too, you know, and she, uh, she said as soon as she seen me wearing my suit and those, those shoes, she's like, you just nailed the, the, the dress up perfectly because you're like just this crazy dichotomy of everything. You've got this nice suit on compared with these nice shoes and then you've got like this, just your whole body's covered in tattoos. And I could tell like right when I walked in the room, the energy levels for everybody changed majorly. Like they were like, whoa, what's this guy all about? And, um. I just have to say it was probably one of the more uplifting, powerful experiences of my life. You know, um, I've just, uh, you know, I've been personally struggling a lot with like trying to just be patient with the traction I'm getting in my life and be patient with where things are going and understand that everything has its process, you know, and I, I patience isn't my strong suit, <laughs> but like being able to watch these like young teenage boys, like across the room from me, you know, within, you know, 10 feet, 15 feet away from me at most, like look at me and nod. And when I said, does anybody here know what it feels like to maybe rush into a relationship with a girl that you know you shouldn't have? Or maybe does anybody else here know what it feels like to pretend like you're something that you're not so that people will accept you? And even though all the kids didn't necessarily raise their hands, some of them were really like really timid about it, real quiet, like, you know, and I get it, you know, man, teenage boys, like our image is so important to us when we're that age. I mean, hell, it's important to us through our whole life. But but to have these these kids lock eyes with me and and be like, yeah, I do know what that feels like. I know that in that moment that they saw in me and I saw in them our mutual humanity, you know. And I said the prayer I say so often before I do a speaking thing of any kind, be it on Facebook Live or in person or anything like that. And that is just, you know, I give you my mouth, God, please speak to your people. Use my mouth as a device and a, a weapon against the enemy. Um, but I mean, I saw these these boys for what they are. They're people. And they're people that didn't ask for the situations that they have. And there are people that probably every one of them come from troubled homes, you know. They're people that without the right kind of influence and love in their life could end up just like their parents and their family members who were, you know, in some cases, the driving force behind the pain in their lives. Like I did, you know, I mean, I didn't know any better when I was a kid. I didn't realize that when we all got together for, um, for Thanksgiving, you know, that like the, the reason why everybody was so tense and stuff like that was because half the family was high and the other family half, half was trying to stay clean. And it was just, uh, you know, I ended up acting like what I saw, not what people told me to do. And um, I'll just tell you that it was it was an amazing experience. Like, I'm, like, a little bit teary-eyed and, like, kind of emotional about it right now because I, like, you know, I, I get to have this experience where my, my creator has put me in a position where I can affect other people in a positive fashion. And, um, you know, take a few hours out of my day and go with my significant other and donate my time to some local kids that 
that need somebody to breathe some life into them and tell them, hey man, if nobody's told you boys yet today that they love you, I do. And I don't even know any of your names yet. You know, and if nobody's told you that they believe in you, I do. And afterwards I sat down and we gave them all some, some keychains that I, uh, I've had made for the shop. Um, and I hand wrote, you know, in some fancy calligraphy lettering, everybody's name. And, um, you know, just took some time and like, and, and really just tried to relate to some, to some young men, because one of the hardest things that we have to realize as adults, man, is that like, even though we don't want to come off this way, like we put so much pressure on kids to be something. And fuck, man, they're just trying to figure out at 17, realistically speaking, man, you've been making memories that are going to stick for like 10 years, maybe. And like <laughs> five of those years where you still trying to figure out how you even talk to people, you know, because like when you talk to like a nine year old, they just don't talk like adults yet, you know. <laughs> so you're still trying to figure out just what, you know, how to not be like a potato. You've graduated to like a, a criss cut fry by the time you're 17, you know, <laughs> and um. And that's not like, that's not hating on them or anything like that, but it's like, that's a complex and difficult process. And we're living in this, in this world right now that's like deconstructing what it means to be a human in a major way. And we're deconstructing what it means to like, to be like what, what like masculinity or femininity is and stuff like that. And I don't necessarily think that, you know, people's identities and stuff like that is, is wrong but I also want to make sure that people feel like it's okay just to be confused and need to, you know, to still be wondering and finding out what that is. And it's okay to be confident and it's okay to stand up for yourself and it's okay to set boundaries with family members and it's okay just to be figuring it all out. And more than anything that like given the right direction and the right type of inspiration, our kids may not have to feel the burden of fixing the world because it's not about having our kids fix the world. It's about fixing ourselves so that our kids are the solution to the world's problems. <laughs> like, I don't want my kids to feel the burden of having to fix everybody. I want for my experience with them and helping them mold them into you know, young adults and into adults eventually is the type of experience that allows them to already have the mindset that's the solution to all the world's problems. That it's not a matter of them having to solve them, but literally that we bring a changed generation, we bring a changed group of people, a changed humanity to the table in such a way that we are able to really be human. You know, and in light of the fact that we have Facebook literally lit the fuck up with Will Smith and Chris Rock and Jada today is just a perfect example of how everybody's concerned with trying to find the fault in something else and not focusing on themselves. And then at the end of the day, I took uh, Lacey out to uh, Cassie's grave and uh, we spent a little bit of time. We talked to Cassie together and then um, took a few pictures and I kind of showed her around in the cemetery up there by Cassie's grave. It was a really, it was, they've got a new monumental new headstone on there. It's really pretty. What's up, mom? Um, and, uh, I had to just take a second and, and, you know, feel some gratitude for the fact that, you know, I get to come home, there's a little Robin Redbreast over there, come home to my kid and cook dinner and be just dad, you know, that it is, I don't need to be super dad. I can, just being dad and cooking and spending time and talking with my child is being super dad.
you know, um, that I've got a partner that wants to help me cherish somebody's memory that I was so close to and loved so much. But I have a life where all of the pain that used to plague me and and terrorize me and all these demons that used to chase me and, and be in my head all the time can be quieted down by such a simple act as just donating a couple hours of my life to go out somewhere and speak some life into some young men that needed it. And I hope that those lessons stick because I need you guys to understand something. When you bring a change due to the table and you were able to use your story and your life to help somebody else, it's powerful. But there's nothing more powerful than helping a child, a young adult, somebody grow into a better person than what they could have been if you didn't have that type of influence on them. And I'm not overblowing the type of influence I might have. But what I'm saying is if just one thing I said there changes one of those young men and they change their life, or it helps them redirect or helps them move forward into a more positive, positive like direction. Imagine the amount of lives that they might impact just from that. And that creates a cascade. And so that one act of kindness, that one donation of time and love and effort might very well change a hundred, a thousand people, maybe more. But that without us being willing to come out of ourselves and help somebody, that doesn't happen. I mean, really consider the fact that when you're feeling lonely, giving somebody company is helpful. When you were feeling listless and purposeless for, some, for whatever reason, I know that sounds crazy, but when you're feeling listless and purposeless and you do that and you, and you help try to breathe purpose into some young men or some young women or some people around you that are feeling lost and listless too, that you find your purpose. Because whatever you give away, you possess at a greater degree. So when you give anger, you possess anger at a greater degree. When you give love, you possess love at a greater degree. When you give company and caring and compassion and boundaries and love, you possess all those things at a greater degree. Love all you guys. Talk to you tomorrow. My suggestion today is to, just to reach out to that one young person you know that's struggling. Tell them that they're loved and help them get their shit together. <laughs> love you guys. Bye.